Hi everybody, and welcome to part two of our review for Brent Nubian's album, One For All. Mm -hmm. My name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. And today, we will be going through the second half of the Brent Nubian One For All project, track by track, giving our thoughts and opinions on every single song. Yeah. This is the Classic Quest podcast, the show where we venture through the history of the hip-hop albums trying to understand the classics in no and chronological order none at all and with <laughs> no particular hard definition on classic either yeah um but this episode was brought to us by request from a mr jonathan barnes our wonderful patron as mm -hmm. is part of the deal and so we are a little bit late on part two and sorry about that we're, we're gonna try and catch up by like the new year hopefully all's good again <laughs> but the reason we're a little late is because we got some extra interviews with some local artists coming. So trying to negotiate new stuff has always been a challenge for us. And mm -hmm. sorry about that. Meanwhile, we are here and we got a pretty wonderful comment on the first part because we yeah. care so very much about your comments and they have helped guide us through this entire journey of understanding and growing. Like there's a 0% chance we could have handled a brand new an album in the beginning that's the kind of stuff i'm talking about and as an example you'll see a giant comment from dj black hurricane up here on the screen love it i'm not gonna read all of it for the sake of time but it was really like the first sentence that was like the most crucial see your lady friend bonnie Thank over you. here tried hard to figure out and correctly identify who was on the cover like i wish that like somebody would just take the time to go through album covers and then just have like arrows be like this is so and so this is so and so but for all albums ever like that's a really good idea and whoever does that gets seo points and you should do it you just became that person but i don't know who these people are you could work with dj black hurricane all right <laughs> We'll, anyway, make it a, we'll make a plan. Um, so Grand Pumba on the left, I'm like, ah, this is because I was, I didn't really care, I'll be honest. And I glossed on over who is who. Grand Pumba on the left, and that was on, that was my bad. Sadat X in the middle, Lord Jamar on the right, and DJ Alamo, who I never would have got to up mm, top. So true. thank you for that. Yeah. And then he's not fond of the album, and it has a lot to do with the production being a little bit generic sounding and then a little bit of context into mm -hmm. why he likes different members. It's a truly great comment, and for those of you on the more visual side of things, hit that pause button and read that shit. <laughs> Go over to that video, respond. Yeah, yeah, comments and points. Anyway, before we jump into it though, we are gonna give a quick shout out to the patrons as Milka Dempsey, Chris Paddle, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, the same guys, uh, Linda Williams, Sue, uh, and uh, Coney Sparks, and I, I messed that up a bit, but we'll touch on that <laughs> at the end. They're awesome. Yep. Meanwhile, we are going to get into it simply because, well, yeah, let's get part two taken care of right away. And we're going to talk about both versions of Wake Up, the stimulated dummies mixed and reprise in the sunshine. So I figured instead of doing the thing we normally do when we come across these tracks where we get to like the second version of it and we're like, we already talked about this. We just put the two together. Um, recognizing that track 15 on this project according to Spotify is the reprise in the Sunshine mix. And it seems to be lyrically the same track that Mr. Uh, Grand Pumba Maxwell because everyone at least two or three people commented that the Maxwell is officially part of the name and it is possibly disrespectful to not say that so mm -hmm. Grand Pumba Maxwell it is and uh, this one lyrically is his jam so I thought it'd just be cool to just 
bang it out and then say, I like that beat better kind of thing. All right, do right. do your opinion part so that you can talk. Um, just for like the wake up part? Or both of it. Both, okay. the, yeah, All wake right. up, both wake ups. All right. Um, so this one is just about um, like black people need to empower themselves with knowledge in order to overcome. They need to get together and they can make a change, uh, you know, for like the overall system, you know, stick it to the man, do what they got to do. Um, and I thought that that was like pretty interesting. Um, I like some of these lines. The devil's still causing trouble amongst the righteous people. Drugs in our community, that ain't right. Can't get a, can't even get a job, that ain't right. Pro poisoning our babies, that ain't right. Lying who is God, that ain't right. And I thought that was like pretty powerful stuff. Like, you know, just kind of questioning like the truths that are lied to them in, in like a sense or like the lies that are told as truths to them. Like however that like No, comes but out. like even the God thing, if we just want to touch on that for a second. Yeah. Um, something I guess that I never thought about before this year in particular was the idea that every culture kind of has a God that looks like them except for like black people who are kind of taken and forced to worship Jesus and shit. And, but white Jesus, right? Even yeah. though... Well, let's be real. I've been to Israel. I stood out like a sore fucking thumb. That's how white I am compared to the people that live in that mm -hmm. part of the town. Mm -hmm. So Jesus wouldn't look like Cesare Borgia, for the record. It's even the net. We, we have National Geographics that come here because I keep forgetting to cancel. But um, <laughs> it had like a whole piece this year on Cesare Borgia being the face of Jesus the one that we recognize today yeah. and while Cesare Borgia is a truly fascinating historical figure and there's like this three season Italian he's not Jesus yeah but there's like this three <laughs> season Italian uh, docu-series that was made about him and I, I can't remember the name but google it and find it and it's truly dope um but like he's not Jesus he had a Jesus complex so I could see how he became Jesus yeah. in terms of whatever but like eh, it's not him but just the idea that like the god that you're for like is forced upon you doesn't look like you the culture the norms none of it and like i never just thought about how fucking weird that would be because i suppose i've always looked at white jesus and white jesus looked like me and i never thought twice about it but like you go to china and like buddha doesn't exactly look like a honky and if you go to like <laughs> I, i'm not trying to like no, put it true. like that but i think that's the actual point of these lyrics um what he's trying to convey with that god line in particular and i don't know if a lot of people even think about that but now i think about like that indian kind of thing. gods they're indian people they, or they look like indian people you know like so and, it's like and i mean like india indians yeah and like just across the board it just seems kind of anyway i i guess the point's been made <laughs> yeah yeah um but yeah i mean overall i thought like it was like a really fun beat i really liked the the scatting um that is kind of like thrown in a dip dip diver yeah. civilizer 85er it's <clears> a lot <throat> of fun like i really enjoy like how they they make um how they make fun songs like about serious issues and i think that that's kind of really interesting and appeals to like maybe to like different people that it may not you know like these kinds of messages like I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say actually. Um, but very much um, like others, like you know, they're doing the same same thing that other people were doing um, 
with like the same sort of messages but like i would the say like, like timeline wise they're really like early on yeah yeah there would have been like people others were kind of influenced yeah, by i, I would think imagine. That there was, but i think that there was like a group of guys that kind of had kind of we're all sort of doing the same thing. And, uh, yeah, so they came at different yeah. times. But I think that there's, yeah, they're at the beginning. Like, I just think it was, like, Delisol, KRS-One, like, Idea and Abilities, like, all of those and people. KRS-One's pretty early. Idea and Abilities is, like, 10 years later. Yeah. Very different. But, like, that's time. what I mean. Like, it's it <laughs> just continues on. But, like, they're all, like, from, like, the same area and everything else. So, anyways, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, I thought this was really well made. It was really interesting. It was fun. It had a good message without being like too like invasive, like and kind of like pushy about it. So I like this one. I gave this a, a four point five on five. Um, I really like the intro because I feel like it almost is talking to me in part one of the album review of this, right? Where let's be real, when Grand Pooba was spitting in the first half, at least about like conscious shit it came off away and then he's a goofy guy otherwise it's like so goofy and rapping about girls and whatnot so to see the level of self-awareness when it's like hey oh god god again being black man from like the whole nation of islam yeah. point of view five percenter type thing we need somebody to kind of drop some science on this track which i respect because it's like and i hear even just even if science represents slang I don't care. It's cool that people want to bring truth and like knowledge like that to me as like a focal point of a track as I get older and maybe crave wisdom more. I find this like an attractive concept that I, I certainly hope can move its way into the mainstream. Like if artists could just in general recognize that so many young people are lacking education and basic things like yep. decency and common sense and shit and if you take a look at the inspiration of this brand Nubian squad and many others, like, look, I could see how a bunch of honkies are going to be like, oh, it is a devil, blah, blah, whatever, fuck that. <laughs> but, like, if you really look at the point of this, it's like these are guys who recognize a spot in their community where they could offer some education and be some kind of inspiration. Yeah. And, like, in a sense, like, if this dropped today, it's, like, a whole lot of shit to Google. I mean... I think that's what I was trying to say. Like, for people who aren't necessarily aware of, like, some of, like, the situations or, like, how some of the situations that they're in came to be, I think that that's important to learn about. I mean, I don't know. The whole history of the world is truly fascinating. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, the more you, like, (laughs) delve deep into ideas like race and trace the history back to, like, the true origins in Africa and whatnot, Mm -hmm. it's actually just insanity. Like, how misconstrued a lot of the history is through the lens of folk like the quebec government the one i'm familiar with anyway i kind of like the way he spits it though right um i like when he's just like i guess i'm like the verbalizer for the fact that i'm moving blackwards and i kind of like that little play in it backwards but instead not nah, blackwards which almost makes it sound forwards and cool you know like mm-hmm. which is dope the asiatic black man is a dog spelled backwards and i'm like yeah a god but like I'm like, man, so many people have done the dog god thing. Yeah. My favorite is Green Day's Minority. Anyway, the maker, the owner, the cream of the planet, earth, father of civilization, god of the universe, manifesting through thought with my infinite styles, making sure this travel is only 23 million miles. I mean, it's kind of cool to just elevate it, right? Like, right there, it's like basically a black man is the originator and governor of all and this message should resonate throughout the people and historically speaking there's a there's an argument to be made in that regard and i i kind of like it because it challenges 
just this kind of subject matter will challenge what I've seen in the world and what I've learned. And I don't know, when I first encountered it, it sent me down some crazy Googling and I learned a whole bunch. Either way, he flows on through and like, he just kind of comments and stuff like preacher got my old earth putting money in the pan for the rest of the week now i'm eating out a soup can and that's a commentary on how christianity and corrupt preachers and churches will essentially rob the fucking community blind and it's like some fucked up shit like without naming which church we went to a church when i was younger and like you know everybody would give to the collection plate mm -hmm. but dudes gets a house for free like the pastor dude and a car for free and a gas allowance and he doesn't have to pay taxes and he gets a salary and all that comes from the poor people donating to the church slash government subsidies which means poof, our tax money and that's kind of whack that's not very Christian-like, because I guess what I'm trying to say, when you really look at it through that kind of a lens. So the fact that he's, like, calling bullshit on that kind of stuff is pretty dope to me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Set up by the devil as he looks and he smiles. And I like that, because it kind of... Sorry. Uh, right before that, Slater, those who fell victim to the pipe, a drug-controlled substance contained in a vial set up by the devil as he looks and he smiles. Uh, and I like that because, as we all know, you know, CIA dropped a bunch of crack in the hood, guns in the hood, like fucking yep. just crates of guns in the hood. Here's a bunch of crack in the hood. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, for those of you watching this that are very aware of this, you're like, yeah, I know, but, you know, there might be people out there that aren't very aware of this. So, like, yeah, that shit actually happened. And recently, there is some evidence towards the guns or the coke in the hood. I can't remember which of the two it was and, like, dropping it into the hoods in L.A. And it was, like, a deliberate and coordinated effort to create chaos. And if you also think about the 13th Amendment legalizing slavery through a prison system and the disproportionate imprisonment of certain people, certain demographics, it kind of comes off in a way where maybe there was incentive to throw a whole lot of guns, like full-on machine gun type shit, and crack into the hood. Like, it's... Like, in Montreal, up near where we live now, like, 40 years ago, would have had a bunch of Jamaican immigrants with AK-47s keeping the cops out the block. Like Yeah, like, it was pretty bad. Like, like that shit was kind of everywhere. <laughs> That's what we can afford now. How did all these people get all these machine guns? That's all I'm trying to say. When you really, really think about it, shit, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I guess. Unless, maybe, the government flooded the black market. With a anyway. I believe that's the type of shit he's kind of conveying here. Set up by the devil as he looks and he smiles. Good game at the tricknology. But I have my sense of myself. You're not fooling me. You see, the answer to me is black unity. And I'm like, that's a good point. So if we really consider how, how fucked up the intervention in the hood was, like, there's a lot of shit I learned in terms of just looking at what data is available in 100 years of inner city shit in America. It's kind of whack. Um... And then the response to it really kind of his unity within your community. And I say that as a Jew, watching how Jews Jewed the fuck out of shit. What do they do? Lock it down. Community. You'll see it in other demographics too. Like I think it's a lot of the more Asian communities currently will have these pools set up where like every family throws in like 10K, let's say. And then they set up business one. Stack it up. Business one pays for business two. Stack it up. And by the end of it, all 12 of them are businesses. Mm -hmm. Like... Then I thought about rent and how, like, even in my community, I'm not really that Jewish. I'm more on the white side of things. I'm just ethnically Jewish. But, like, 
we'd all live in these fancy little homes by ourselves and like man imagine if we just communally lived in stack shake in like the poorer side of it. we just don't do it we just waste all this money so like when i think about it at like all levels of society there's some whack shit that really goes on and a lot of divisiveness comes in so to see early on just like you know this call for unification and shit i know i talked about a bunch of stuff but like I don't know, like, the lyrics in this particular track invoke a lot more out of me than his goofy crap. And then we can jump ahead and how he's just kind of doing the little chorus part comes in. And then he goes, uh, kind of devil fool a Muslim, you know, devil being white people fooling Muslim, in yeah. which case I believe it's nation Islam type Muslim, in which case it's yeah. black folk. Uh, no, not nowadays, though. Do you mean to say the devil fooled us 400 years ago? yeah i suppose uh that did happen some fucked up shit too yo have you heard lupe fiasco's drug ass wave where he does like a whole verse on the song wave files that's just like a whole verse that just kind of sings out the name of like fucking slave ships and then you go to wikipedia and look at the list of slave ships and you're like shit they're all there in lupe's it's fucked up the jesus is a fucking slave ship the happy is like the love it's fucked up crap like that (laughs) anyway Y equals self, a trader made an interpretation saying that we'd receive more gold for our labor in his nation. Do we receive more gold? Nasai for us. Time to drop the bomb and make the devil pay the piper. I really respect that. Like, drop the bomb and the knowledge. Get the truth out there. Take back what's ours. And I think that's fair. Yep. I mean, the one side of equality, a lot of privileged the privileged side of life never really wants to acknowledge is that if we've had serious advantages in life, we have to give shit up to create equality maybe not at an individual level but probably yeah like if i was given plus five you were given minus five how do we get to zero i might have to compromise on some shit just stuff i think about when i consider things like equality and crap which obviously equality can't exist at an individual level but Maybe at a societal level, there are different ways to approach it that are less systemic. Maybe different ways. I'm not saying laws and crap, but definitely we as people, as individuals, need to consider more what we can compromise in this shit. That's fair. Anyway, so I like the way he just does that. And then he calls for people to, like, wake up, you know. He wants you to listen, like, you know, really let that sink in. The solution, knowledge itself to better ourselves. Because I know myself, then we can live much better than this. Nothing's changed. It's just another sequel. The devil's still causing trouble amongst the righteous people. And then the part you listed there. You know what's crazy is like, I know that in most ways this applies a lot to, let's say, black communities. But like, my parents come from like, my dad's like in welfare land for a long time now. And they, they just target a lot of poor people like this nowadays a lot of poor people are just hit with drugs legally or illegally but anyway whole other side conversation but like this isn't limited to just the target audience will say what the, the truth of what's going on in these verses i think is a little broader even though well, the specifics I think, are i don't think it's exclusively happening to like one certain person i think that it obviously does touch other people as well but i think that the truth he's spitting is just that powerful that it is the kind of shit where even though there might be some language that makes it look like it's targeted in a certain way nah he's just calling out government corruption and bullshit for what mm-hmm. it is yep. now anyway yeah it's kind of it's kind of a great track all things considered uh lyrically i thought it was pretty profound as far as the musics go 
I, I'm not sure which I liked more. Um, I was just listening to the beats back and forth a whole bunch, and oh, I gave like two different grades. I didn't, don't think I gave my second grade. I gave the same grade to both songs. Like they're equally a four point five to me. And I like this stimulated dummies mix because it's kind of got a more groovy vibe to it. Mm -hmm. But uh, the vocal addition to the reprise in the sunshine mix that kind of adds like something to it where like one feels more dancey and fun. The other just hits me in a more emotional kind of way. And I think it's kind of cool how versatile that is with the same basic set of lyrics and a mm -hmm. different outro. Yeah, no, I gave um, the Wake Up Reprise in Sunshine a 4.2 instead of uh, a 4.5. I liked it a little bit less. Um, I mean, obviously, it was, you know, the message is still there, that, you know, educate the next generation, be peaceful, knowledge is power, like all that kind of stuff. Um, and it was nice. It had like a good message and like a nice flow, but I think I liked the, the, the other one better. I think it was more fun. I like that kind of version better. Fair enough. Anyway, some people might watch this and be like, you know what? Step to the rear. Okay. Hey, Bonnie, tell us about why you didn't want to step to the rear and you stepped to the side instead. Um, I mean, I don't really have too, too much to say about this one. I just thought that this one was um, fine. Um, it's basically about rapping and ladies and how rapping allows you to get you know ladies and specifically them um and allow me to be clear yeah as a rapper person success is irrelevant in this conversation rapping helps you get the ladies if you're talented at it i suppose yeah um and uh there's like a sample of like bismarcky in this one and there's also like a reference to him on this on this song and like they reference him a few times so i'm guessing like he was like one of their like, their buddies or something um, Apparently, this is sampled in On and On by Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, so, anyways, I just thought that this one was um, fun. It's true, like you said, you know, like, you know, rapping will uh, allow you to get the ladies, and uh, that's pretty much the what was, what's going on in this song. Um, um, I, yeah. Sorry, go on. I gave it a 4.25 on 5. I have to like give this album credit for the beats and maybe I'm not nuanced enough to recognize the what sounds basic or not or maybe it's because this shit's basic that I was feeling it you know because it's possible yeah. that like maybe I'm basic and that's why I like these kinds of songs no but I mean I can't tell the difference between excellently composed sample music and amateurly or like not to say amateurly but like I can't tell what's flossing versus what's not like I, I to me it all just kind of blends into this is dope and this is not dope um but like the way these beats hit i find them extremely replayable personally i find like in a lot of cases i've had trouble listening to the lyrics on the less political songs so like we can say step to the rear grandpa was on arrival raised in the ghetto singing songs called survival running around town giving all the girls pooba snacks i wouldn't try to steal a style you might catch a cardiac and i'm like none of that's bad but, like, you just got me set up on the last track with all this deep, like, thought and shit. And I'm like, yep, Grand Pooba smart. He gets laid. And he's got good tracks. Okay. I do like the might catch a cardiac. That's a cool way of saying, like, your heart's going to stop and you get kipped or whatever. But, I don't know. The rest of, like, the verse kind of goes through. And 
I, I, it's like it sounds good. Like, baby, all you can catch is two snaps up in the finger. The Babalu boy, a threat to the paranoid. He tried to step to this. It's the void. A new hit from the grand man. Work nights like the sand. I'm just not sure what to say about it. It just flows really nice. But mostly, it's the way he kind of like talks into the beat and just bounces off of it with that kind of flow to it. And I don't know how to like, I don't know why it hits so well. Like, his voice <laughs> is just so good at that. Yeah even if i couldn't care less about it and maybe i missed I mean, some bars I, sometimes it's just fun to just listen to like some fun flows it doesn't have to be like you know shakespeare or anything sometimes you just want to listen to something that's like basic like you were saying like grand puma the higher mystic ruler keep a 40 in the cooler i guess that's a way to put it i mean you can be really high with a 40 in the cooler that sounds like something it's a good time she don't know me money grip you better school her before i have to play her the foul away and catch a quick short stay at the holiday now forecast says i won't be playing soccer with the dreads balling's my hobby i'm assuming balling in that case is sex like the old my dad used to use that term to describe sex <laughs> balling's my hobby doing wonders in the bed I respect that. I respect his like ambition to excel and succeed in the art of intercoursing from full size to king size to queen size to high rise. Is he saying he bangs like giant women? Or is that talking about bed sizes? I think sizes? That he can just get all kinds of ladies. Kind of sounds it like he's after like the, the larger ones, which kudos, respect. Like Queen did fat bottom girls, grand Nubian, brand Nubian, sorry, drops this shit. Maybe I'm missing a point there. <laughs> um, either way, it's like it's all right. I I don't know. I don't. I'm just scanning to see if there's like anything else. But eh. I mean, that's what it is. It's about banging girls. Oh, there was something at the end. I knew there was something else that caught me. I might smoke a spliff, but I won't sniff, and you don't stop. And I like that because there is that honesty that'll do some weed. Everybody knows everybody's doing weed, I suppose. But I like to kind of, like, I draw the line at, like, sniffing up the coke or anything like that. And personally, I made lines like that where, like, certain things I may be very okay with, whatever. But just the idea of cocaine freaks me the fuck out. And anybody I've ever known that's gone down that path, like, I, I don't know anybody I like that does coke is a way to put it. So... I, I kind of like it. I like the little just sneak it in. Let's get all fucked up, but no, no powder, baby. Then there's a whole third verse. I'm like super fly snooker, know how to hook a hooker. That's actually pretty good. I really do like that one. <laughs> Caught her on a looker, know where I took her to the short stay around my way, and like Moni say, it was the perfect way. That was that was a really lazy rhyme. Um, I'm done with this one. This is an alright <laughs> song. Like it's it's enjoyable to listen to. It's fun, mm -hmm. a lot more vapid, 4.35 on 5, because it really is that fun. Like, the yeah. whole way through, you're bouncing and shit. And just in case you thought we were bouncing a little bit too fast or anything like that, Brand Nubian I'm going to flip it up. Slow down. Slow down. And you're like, you're such a fucking loser. I can feel it. I don't know how it is. Are you saying Grand Pooba? I said... Oh, I did no it again. M. I did it again. You keep doing it. I 
I would like to acknowledge that I have been saying the Grand Pumba Maxwell without the Maxwell. I'm so sorry. It'll take time for me to rehabituate to the future of a next review. I'll hopefully get it right. Wait, isn't it Grand Pumba, not Grand, Grand Pumba? Oh my gosh, I'm really just dying here. <laughs> Grand Pumba Maxwell. Fuck. Don't kill me, Grand Pumba, if you watch this. I really like your shit in general. Don't kill me. Uh, what do you think about Slow Down? Uh, not a fan of this one. Slow Down. <laughs> Um, like the overall beat, the overall flow, the sound, like just like that general feeling of the song. Whatever. I don't know. It wasn't for me. It didn't hook me. Um, and like, yeah. Anyways, it's about like stopping uh, and thinking before acting when it comes to uh, crack, drugs, ladies, um, and I'm guessing because both can kill you. But, um, you know, so make smart decisions. Um, I mean, so it's a good message, but like I did, re I really just did not enjoy the beat on like the feeling of this one. Um, I feel like it wouldn't, it wouldn't resonate with people, this message, unfortunately, um, just because of like the beat. So it was okay, this one. I gave it a 3.9 on 5. I feel like I don't like the beat as much. But I absolutely appreciate where it's coming from, right? It creates a, a break in the album and showcases, like, a different yeah. side. Because pretty much everything's been this upbeat, dancey kind of, you know, vibe to it up until this point. Where it's almost like we're going to get real serious. And they definitely come off preachy, but, like, their heart's in the right place, you know? Yeah. Like hey baby your hips getting big now you're getting thin you don't care about your wig now willie will got a pair of my sneakers wonder where he got them because i hid him behind my speakers so first he's commenting on a lady who might be losing weight to drugs and then bringing up a willie willie who's apparently the drug dealer uh, according uh, good name um still with speakers so the object of your affection is a treetop connection where basically you have to smoke your wills the crackheads and crack men they come up to my door i don't smoke jumps so what they knock him for and it's like damn eh it's pretty blunt like putting up how these like i can't say i've ever lived in a neighborhood with crackheads so this is an experience that it's interesting to see because i don't again think about it a lot because it's never really happened to me but kids love to feel on you. Fed's got a seal on you. Street lime is limited to days. On your crack car, getting your only A's and C's for comeback. Damn, it's a shame you're the mighty queen of vials. So I guess he's talking to a lady who's smoking crack here and how, you know, certain people are coming up and the drug dealers like to take advantage of her. Um, anyway, and he kind of describes how she's fucking dudes for his cash and then she just basically takes the cash and, um, you know, pays for crack or mm -hmm. wants to fuck him for cash sorry and instead he'll smack you with a hose filled with sand so that ex here really does seem to be okay with smacking a lady is a lot of what he's conveyed hey, on this it was album 1990 those are the days you know the good old punch a lady in the face kind of days just because she wanted to fuck you for crack money i mean i totally appreciate that that might trigger it but you was fly once, but now you're losing all your friends. Started off light, only tipping woolly blunts, but now you got a stripe. Graduated to the pipe, took a long pull. Hype, yeah, head crack, head crack, head, whatever. Now, let me, don't get me wrong. I actually really like the verse. And I really like the way he delivers it, and he's got a good cadence and a flow to it and everything. I do question his approach to women. I also accept he's a youngster back in the day and whatnot. Um, but I like the, the message again. It's like, 
basically don't be a crackhead hoe. All right. Yep. Uh, Lord Jamar comes through, and I do appreciate his flow. Uh, I knew this girl named Tropicana. She was always juicing, producing cash from her sexual tash. She loves the men that trick like Halloween and treat. It's not super clever. It's corny, and I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. You ain't paid when your grade is incomplete. You gotta flash dollars to prove her. And then when you do, she sucks it up like a Hoover. Allow me to be clear. I don't think having my penis sucked on by a vacuum cleaner sounds very fun. (laughs) I digress. Thank goodness. Taking all your papes like inhalation of vapes. I wonder if he knew vaping was coming. Do you think they knew vaping was coming? No. All right. Her nasal passage is filled with money and it ain't massive. So here's... I get where they're coming from. It's totally a game. Like, basically, like, women don't fuck men for cash. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like there's solutions being provided to the women <laughs> in this world. Like. We're used to that. Like, I I'm, I guess it's a tangential. I'm in one of those moods today. But I totally respect like prostitutes doing what they gotta do to feed their kids and shit mm-hmm. and nobody likes it it's total well, some of them some of them might some of them might you're correct but like it's totally not harmful the way crack dealing is and yet one of those is glorified in a lot of places not to say brand nubian does all respect they're not glorifying crack dealing they had their song against them but it seems really shamey against the women and a really shamey like you're a fucking worthless hoe kind of way and i just kind of understand why a lot of women may have been pissed off at hip-hop once upon a time as i listen to some of this shit all right i mean anyway there doesn't seem to be any empathy here yeah it's just you're this a fuck it is. you're a fucking crackhead hoe you're worthless okay I know that I couldn't get away with saying that to a lady today, even if she was, in fact, a crackhead. <laughs> um, you know what? There's a t- uh, and here's the thing. There are a bunch of chicks whose plan it is to take all you can from a man and scram. I've seen your kind before. You're not original. Just a sick, mixed-up individual. Giving up the crotch for a fresh gold watch. Marking off the goods, and you're going up another notch. Now, allow me to be clear. Okay. If the man is voluntarily handing over money and items of dopeness for the woman for sex, consensually, all good in the hood. If she's Cardi being them, which is when you drug a guy and rob him, I think we can use that, Cardi being them. She admitted it. Yeah. Um, that would be mean. And Lord Jamar, in my opinion, would be in the right mind to like attack that particular behavior. But it sounds to me like these guys are like, you're a complete hoe because you're making stack off of guys who want gold diggers. I'm, I'm like, where's, yeah. like, I'm confused. Like, if somebody said, hold in, here's a lot of money to do something a little bit shameful. I'm not saying I wouldn't think about it, okay? Well, it depends on what it is, I guess. I'm not saying I'm going to go intercourse with people for low amounts of money. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like... It seems like a very strange place to go in on people. However, I'm not really in the community that this is being written about. I didn't see what was going on there. I don't fully understand the implications of crack life like that. I just find this kind of judgy. Um, Fair enough. And Grand Pumba, P- 
Grand Pooba Maxwell. Half the places, hey, half the places on Genius just say Grand Pooba, and often I'm just fucking reading the name off of that shit. Sorry about that. So, as the jewels jingle from the hot young single little stunt, that is quite descriptive. I really <laughs> like the way he described that. I'm picturing this nice young lady. She's got one of those. All she's wearing is one of those like necklacey things, and she's jingly. A 40 and a blunt, that's all she really wants. I'm like, that's how I dated girls in my mid-twenties. We hung out and stuff happened. But she'll spend your papes and she'll use up all your plastic. I mean, maybe, but you can't... Like, I'm confused where the dude... Like, you have to let a lady do this. Like, the implication here is men seem to be completely vulnerable to the penis. And the penis going into the woman makes them completely susceptible to hand over all of their material wealth to her. Yeah. That's the stupidest <laughs> shit I ever fucking heard. Anyway, I'm just saying, this does not make men sound cool. This just kind of makes everybody sound stupid to me. Um, this is my opinion, like, 40 years later. I understand that. Uh... Um, and if you, uh, but she'll, sp and if you swing an ep, you'd better wear a prophylactic because things are getting drastic. Slide up in the wrong one, you'll end up in a casket. I suppose you're right. You should wear condoms when you have sex with random women. Especially in Good. 1990. Especially in 2019. Millennials, well, we all got to yes. wear more condoms. Millennials, we're bad at this. We should be better at this. There's numbers on that shit. Sorry, there's numbers in countries that aren't the United States of America on this. Uh, Sister, there's no need in speeding. She was doing lace before she started meeting. What makes a stunt want to act in this? Like, I totally get they're trying to, like, make ladies out to be, like, whatever. But it seems to be, unless you're a conservative Puritan, as an example, unless you're T.I.'s daughter being, like, finger-fucked <laughs> by or verified by a doctor to your virginity, you're a worthless woman. Meanwhile, two tracks before, aren't they fucking hoes? Left, right, and center. Maybe well, three they're tracks. They're, you know, they're people that like their no. music. No, Grant Pooba, Maxwell, wants to fuck <laughs> stunts on another track on this album. Mm, right, right, Aren't right. stunts the women that they're attacking now? Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't be smashing hoes and judging hoes for being hoes. Yeah. You can't have it both ways. I can understand crack hoes versus non-crack hoes. Maybe there's like a distinction there. And crack hoes are like in this world where it's super bad hoes. And normal hoes, look, I've met some prostitutes. There's fucking great people. I don't know why we're all judging them. Yeah. You, uh, she said, rock me tonight for old, or sorry, late, uh, a real, I forgot this line was here, man. <laughs> Pull more stunts than my man, Action Jackson, a real gold winner, just like Bruce Jenner. And I'm like, because <laughs> Bruce Jenner and everything that happens to him, it just makes it kind of funny. <laughs> Um, lay to bed over there, and when you and then you run right in her. Pooba makes no mistake. She said, "Rock me tonight for old time's sake." Picture that. Slow down, you little hooker. Honey, you got a problem with the bed? Yeah, we're fucking rapping about fucking specifically him was rapping about fucking girls just like her, and now he's judging her. That's that shit I can't understand. That's that fucking weirdo, like weird logical fallacy and y'all can tell me all you want about how for like most people i imagine these random shits wouldn't count but these guys sound like they stand for some shit and i'm just trying to point out the inconsistencies as i see them 
on their first album in 1990 while they're young men. Right. And this is all pretty ridiculous, all things considered. True. Welcome to the Classic Quest podcast. <laughs> um, song ends out, and I suppose we could have found out that it was DJ Alamo at the end here because he gave a shout-out to him. But all that to say, I gave this track a 4.25. It is an extremely well-made but kind of irritating slut-shamey song. And maybe yeah, this is my enough. social justice side kicking in all these years later. It's but 2019 version of you. I just can't see how this was like a cool way to treat women. And if it was, maybe I'm missing the point. But it doesn't seem like this is a cool way to treat women. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. Well, that's that, what happens. When women try to do me. All right, Bonnie. Yeah. How do you feel about Try to Do Me? Um, this one feels like a little bit of like a different kind of a beat for them. Um, like the first verse is uh, about a lady who is jealous and is just like doesn't trust him. And uh, and by the him, I mean Pooba. Allow me to be, can I just interject here? You may. The same Graham Pooba Maxwell who is just judging fucking house. Mm-hmm. Or let me ask a question. Is it because she accepts money that she becomes a hoe, so it's problematic, but complete sluts that fuck you for free, those are okay? Is that the distinction being made here? Anyway. Maybe. You want to live so foul. You know sweat and wine for some is not my style. I'm the type to wine and dine and the candlelight. Sweet. Sweating. One is for some. So one girl is for some, but not his style. I'm the type to wine and dine in the candlelight, cause just one night could be just so right. Motherfucker, you were just judging hoes, and now you're a hoe. You are a hoe, Grand Pooba Maxwell, on this track. He's a hoe. Go ahead. Um, I I don't know. I I wrote down some of the lines. I think the best thing for you and me is just to play like John Lennon and let it be. That's a dumb line. <sighs> okay. Um, like I get what they're trying, like what was trying to be said here, but first of all, it, it was Paul McCartney that wrote and sang the song "Let It Be." Bring it. So you're wrong, and any Beatle fan would catch that. hundred <laughs> like percent. I was like, <gasps> like what did See? you say? You got Bobby mad. Wrong. <laughs> uh, anyways, but I did like the the, the James Brown uh, samples that were on here. I enjoyed that. Um, and basically, he just uh, he's just trying to make the world a better place, and she's at home making things worse, and he's over her. And that's that's pretty much like what's going on, it, like the story of the, him and this girl. So I mean, it's a weird one, and I don't appreciate the mistake on the Beatles thing because I feel like I mean that's a huge crowd that you're gonna mess up. Uh, but it's okay, uh, a four on five for me. Fair enough. It also sounds like Grand Pooba Maxwell likes to assume things and put all women in a mm -hmm. bucket. Mm -hmm. I'm not in anybody's bucket. Thank you very much. Can we get a bucket? Anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. But you're the type of girl who likes to act real shady. Okay, fine. Maybe this particular girl. And rain on a, the brain like a hurricane. Throw rhythm on a dame because I know the game. You see, I'm just a rapper and nothing's free, so why are you watching me? Well, honey, can I get some privacy? You say cool, then you try to flip, but you forgot to put the Gucci bag on your hip. Like, I don't know what the point he's trying to make is. Is he buying her nice <laughs> shit? Like, is he not? I'm you confused. knew me, you blew me, others would pursue me. Okay. okay. That's, that's a little crass. You're definitely not into this girl if you're, like, putting it like that. The question that I ask you is why are you trying to do me? 
I mean, it sounds like you're an easy target. Like it, it <laughs> sounds like you's a hoe. I mean, all I can say is, if you casually and promiscuously have a lot of intercourse with the types of ladies that like fancy shit all the time, why are you surprised? That seems silly to me. There are other types of women out there, and maybe if you were into things that were more than one night, they wouldn't try to do you in the Ooh. bad way. Not to say I'm hating, but like, come on, man. Like, there's a game, and it seems like you're just mad that the world isn't like following. And again, he probably got older and smarter and wiser and crap. Anyway, good times come, honey, good times go. I think this is something you really ought to know. The name of the game is to maintain, because when you lose someone you love, then you feel pain. It's up to you to decide if the love was worth losing. To me, you're not the everyday Tina, Tammy, Susan. What? Like the everyday lady. Uh, yeah, I but think, like, but is he trying to imply that this girl is more special than the other hoes he's smashing? Like, yeah, better than Susan. Why can't you understand? Instead of trying to run the flim flam on the ground, baby, do whatever is clever because we can make this last forever and ever. What? You just, in the first <laughs> verse, were like, I'm okay with fucking hoes and one-nighters and... I'm done. I can't handle Grand Pooba's yeah. attempts at, like, these songs, personally. <laughs> they're not that good to me. I mean, they're not that good from, like, a when-I-think-about-it kind of way. If I go to the other angles, he actually is just excellent in the way he raps this shit. And he keeps his voice hyper-engaging. And you're caught up in the whole vibe of this track. You try to do me. Like, you can't help it. You just feel like snapping your fingers to this one. You know what I mean? Like, it's a finger snap, wiggle beat. Like, it's got a great vibe to it. Yeah, it's catchy. I, I just wish he sounded smarter on this one. Yeah. 4.35 on 5 because it it's enjoyable. I'm not... I'm taking off, like, a good point five on content for a lot of these. But, like, yeah. the rest of the song is really great. And it seems stupid to grade it too harshly on... A young guy in 1990. Yeah. Anyway. Well. Who can get busy like this, this man. man? This man. This track fucked me up a little bit. Because <laughs> it further showcases the actual talent, versatility, and overall dopeness of the, like, style mm -hmm. and abilities of Grand Pooba Maxwell. So while I may have criticized his bars from a content perspective, I really want to establish that I believe he's an extremely talented MC worth listening to from that regard. I bust him with the patois dancehall kind of mm -hmm. vibe to it. The whole beat sounds funky and different. And it's like, dim say who can busy like this man. And if dim search the whole land, dim not find a man. I'm like, I'm not going to go that hard on the patois bars here. Um, but... Divergence say we can't wait to hear me. Now, I wanted to ask for the folk who do speak Patois. Um, when you go Divergence, does that like imply like just virgins or is that like a slang term for a particular type of lady? Just because I assume somebody watching this would probably know the answer to that. Anyway, what do you think about diverses and whatnot? Um, I liked how it was like kind of more like reggae-ish and it was kind of cool again sort of like what you're like you know reinforcing what you were saying um like how they can do like different things with different sounds and different styles and i like that and also like you know i feel like there's a lot of jamaicans like i mean there's a lot of jamaicans here in montreal and i think that there's also a lot of jamaicans um in like brooklyn area and all of that um 
So, I mean, it's pretty cool that they're like incorporating that into like their sound. And um, yeah, anyways, I liked I liked some of these lines. Um, Pastime reading books by my man, Donald Goins. I'm not a pimp, but and I don't walk with a limp. Mostly I just wanted to mention, I read uh, Donald's a Donald Goins book last year um, called uh, Black Girl Lost. I should just go get it and show you, but I'll just be like, oh, Black Girl Lost. <laughs> um, it was great. It's basically like, it, it's from like the 70s, I think. But um, it's about like, it's fiction, but it make, it kind of feels like it's real. And it's uh, just sort of about, um, it's, all, it's all written by like a black culturalist uh who studied all of that and like sort of more like the hood side of life and it's uh it's pretty interesting i can't remember what they call like his like style of writing but um i can't find it but anyways uh, <laughs> um yeah so anyways i like this kind of books so i just wanted to mention that um but this one i found was a little bit like all over the place but it was it was all right i didn't I, I didn't hate it um it's slower but it still has like a good beat to it um and basically pooba is just like showing off uh you know with like his rhymes and all of that on this one and um i like that he thanks like all of like the the band members um at the end like all the people like you know in his crew um so i mean it was fine it was all right i give this one a 4.1 on five yeah, I like it. You have uh, Sadat X who kind of hypes him up and then mm-hmm. he kicks in. And I just I found it really enjoyable in terms of the, the way his flow hit it. It's just completely different, completely whatever. And it just he sounded really cool in a way where not to say he didn't sound cool per se, but he sounded, they all sounded like talented. Here he has got like this swag that like definitely wasn't present on the other ones because when he's saying shit like papers or rhymes of mine are stack high like lumber if home wants to swing up she takes my beeper number the skills go back to the days of flipping like you're just like i like this is pretty fine you know ground pooba is good for sexual healing i'm quoting him there the maxwell wasn't in the bars um good for sexual healing lord have mercy this is lovely i'll say splendid pooba's on the stage and i'm glad you all attended rhyming to the beat is the way i make my money and i'm like I kind of like the the stream of consciousness kind of flow to this verse where it really feels like he heard the beat he just started like off the dome in that shit putting it out there this is literally just what came out and i really kind of really like the the feel of it and i appreciate when he goes if a stunts tried to play me i'll hang her like some drapes because at least at this point the woman has caused an affront to grand Puba maxwell before he decides to come back at her okay in that situation i understand it if somebody affronts you to respond and retaliate <laughs> however hanging her like some drapes is still a little extreme for a little bit of taking your cash flow anyway poop is the man and you can't run the flam so take it elsewhere my dears see others try so hard to beat his competition try so hard to see this but i let him know i'm not the one to see the next one whoa 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 Anyway, I really enjoyed listening <laughs> to all of that. Like, just his confidence. His, like, everything about this, I feel like almost it's like a step up to a lot of what we've heard on this project. Maybe it's also just because it sounded new and fresh. Um, then he goes, see, I'm the type of brother, and I like to have fun. She said, 69. I said, 68, and I owe you one. Because, of course... <laughs> you can't eat pussy in a hip-hop song in that era like mm-hmm. you just you're not allowed to stick your your tongue inside of a vagina at that point in time nope don't do it bad news bears um and then at some point we get 
Puba, I love you so. Never, never, never gonna let you go. Once I get, and I'm like, fair enough. All right, fair enough. I don't hate that. I kind of look. Yeah, like that was cute. And then it doesn't really matter to places big or small, cause MC Ground Puba comfy rhyme dance hall. I'm flipping the wigs at Ozu gig. I never renege on girls who dig. The super supreme one, a team of three. See, I'm one of the best with the most finesse, and it, and it flows on. It's alright. It's alright. I really enjoyed this one. This track is a, a 4.5 for me. Like it kind of sucks, cause hmm. like some of the. I feel like it's either like super deep and kind of could talk forever or else it's like yeah this is just really freaking dope and that's kind of more what this one feels like but it really is one that you can play over and over again yeah it's really fun to listen to it but there's really not a lot of content to get out of it i guess i do want to point out that this is like in the last five tracks we've talked about grand puba maxwell is like 83 or 5 percent of it all and then the other two guys and i don't know if like there was some reason he happened to do more tracks he was more established or set up at the time but i just thought that was interesting and it the trend does continue with the next track being not featuring the other two yeah so grand puba positive and lg is the next track yep so yeah this one features positive k i'm not really sure who it is but Mm. he's featured there well hold on first things first i went and got the book so this is the book if you want to go get it and all of his books seem to be this this size they're quite fast super easy reads and it's about kind of like um pimps and you know crime in the hood from a hood perspective there you go urban fiction knowledge is power and in my little opinion the more we read, the better we get at this. Yep. Um, I like this song. I think uh, it kind of has a nice bouncy beat to it. I like just the back and forth at the beginning, you know. Two times for the drummer before I started, say hit me. Puba's kicking flavor and I brought someone with me. And Positive K comes in. Positive, the gentleman, the rapper, suave, blase, you know, dapper. He had me there, right? Because not only is he, is he suave, he's also dapper. Mm-hmm. Shit. I think Dapper Rapper is the best rhyme ever. Not, I'm lying a little bit, not ever, but it's up there in like high ranking. Like in Souls of Mischiefs 93 to Infinity, it's like the best, the Dapper Rapper, whatever he says in that line. Ah, just beautiful sounding. See, this is not a song about friends because we make the ends and then we spread the skins. This song becomes a well known tune and my mic's going to bloom like a flower in June. And I'm like, all right it's one of these ones <laughs> and then it's cool though uh they they kind of just go back and forth throughout the track doing their verses and yeah. it's all right it's on the more airy side less social political i have a lot to say side we're just about spitting and making rhymes and- like when positive k goes to my adversaries i'm not ordinary not the godfather or the tooth fairy not jack spade or engel hurt humperdinck I don't even know what the fuck that is. Engelbert Humperdinck was, um, I might have actually written it down. I know who he is. He was, um, I believe, a musician. Fair enough. Um, While she's looking that up. Yes. uh, He was um, a singer. There you go. And listen to this rhyme and tell us what you think. Well, Positive K, I think you filled four bars, rhymed a little bit, and did not say a lot. Uh, Grand Puba, 
One, two, three, Grand Pumba, Grand Pumba Maxwell. One, two, three, Grand Pumba's <laughs> on account. Rhyming gets me papers in very large amount. Brother, you're wrong if you think crime pays. Don't like gays and take vacations off of holidays. Uh, I object. You object. <laughs> so Why don't you like gays? Can't um, we all just get along? That is Sheesh. a loaded question, which apparently has some historical context to... I don't give a shit. Everybody can just get along with everybody. Love thy neighbor. That's all. Anyway, 1990 <laughs> was a super different time. Um, I guess, yeah. But at the very least, Grand Pooba is bringing up some shit, right? I get paid because I rhyme. Crime's bad. Don't yeah. fuck other men in the ass and take a break. And I like that. I do like that he takes vacations after holidays because sometimes you need to. And or you just can. So that's another thing. Then Positive K brings in a message. Practice safe sex to prevent strange diseases. Wear my hat on one night skeezers. I roll dice, but don't bet on the horses. Punks take losses, and I don't reveal my sources. Everyone takes losses. I digress. That's a, Otherwise, it's solid. It's fine. Teaching, you know, safe sex and be smart about where you gamble your money and never snitch. Um Boomba Maxwell comes back with so I take the fifth if you're planning to riff the rhyme spread like Jif that's peanut butter, which it updated. No, we have Jif. Is it Jiffy now or? It's just Jif. It still exists. So it's one of those things where when you look at lists of like things society remembers wrong as a whole, it's Jif peanut butter being remembered as Jiffy at some point is on that list, and everyone just kind of remembers it as Jiffy, but it was just Jif the whole time. Kick up your feet if you're kind of feeling queasy. Relax. Take it easy. I'm like, man, this is just airy rhyming. And then yeah. they each get like a long verse, right? Mm-hmm. And then so Mr. Grand Pooba Maxwell is like. See, the vocab is lovely. Girls be thinking of me. Other rappers try to beat me. Competition can't see me. And it's just, even, like, saying the words, you can feel how well, like, they rhyme and how well written Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, they rap well. It's like, just... super well. Not really about much. No, that's not true. When they rap about shit, it is, like, on fucking point. Yes. Well, I mean, even when they're not, like, it's still nice. No, what I mean, like, their content can be next level yes, in that yes, regard. Yes, yes, yes. And then the other hand, uh, uh, so hey, what do you say? I got the flow, y'all. If you don't know the time, then you better check this psycho. I guess that's a watch. Or Timex, I suplex, get biz on the cosex, put him in a line and ask who's next. That sounds like he's lining up hoes and fucking him. You know, anyway, I'm done. I beat that horse dead. <laughs> um, doing much damage with this two-man skit, trying to hold me back. I'm done. I, I just like, yeah. there's not a lot that he's like, saying that i can like comment on and it's just what it just it just sounds fun to listen to until you think about it i suppose is where i'm at with it i did like when he goes and if they do i go to drake and say give me a break and i thought that was funny because i bet there's many people <laughs> who would like to go to aubrey graham and say give me a break stop it he was like like a four-year-old when this came out kind of um <laughs> And then Positive K does his verse. Uh, the Prince of Rap looking for Cinderella. If you see her, why don't you tell her I got the shoe in the car out back and then she makes the fit. She's in like that. I want to say that was really clever. That was that was really good. And just the whole build up. It was like a four line pine that ended up, so four bar line that ended up making sense and coming through to a good sex punchline. I'm like, fucking dope. That was yeah. one of the best bars, in my opinion, in this whole fucking track. Uh, I'm not an actor, but the main factor pinpointing is rhymes like a protractor. I'm intricate, complicated, definitely musically related. Rhymes so fly, never been outdated. 
That part was Maybe not up until that point. It's a little bit later. Gots to be fly, by the way, I state it. Now of myself, I say I'm a big fan. Got more rhymes than words by the letterman. Is that David Letterman? Probably. That's a really outdated line. Why? Very yeah. outdated. David Letterman? I mean, he was he was on air at that point. But he said, never been outdated. Just happened, bruv. That's all I'm trying to say now. <laughs> I get it. I'm being a shit. Uh, anyway, the sounds cool. I don't have a lot more to comment on it. The beat's fine. Uh, it's really enjoyable to listen to again. But I don't think it has, like, the next level edge that some of them had. I think it's more in that 4.35. Like, it's really good, but I'm not into it vibe. Yeah. I mean, like, that's it. Like, there's really not too much to say about it. The rhymes are good, but, you know, like, and it's fun and it's enjoyable, but it's not, like, outstanding, this one. Um, it's fun. Like, you can, you know, everybody can kind of clap along to this one. So that's kind of, like, the, you know, the motivator, I guess. But um, I'm with you. It's really not, uh, it doesn't blow me out of the water. But so I give this a four on five. All right. So the next one is the band title track like, i don't know how you would do it like the because like the title track would be like the album title but this right. is the band title track brad nubian brad nubian lord jamar and sadat x are back and they they kind of like before that this is one of the best beats on the album yeah it's just got this like it's so cool really fun funky uh feel to it it samples parliament and cameo mm -hmm. and everybody knows about cameo's cod piece or his, his, his thing that he wore on his dick. It's cod piece. It's a medieval fashion accessory that he tried to popularize. But As basically, you it's just a giant red thing on his dick for you to stare at in his music videos. Cool. Go on. You can you tell go us. You go on. Oh, You're the one that started. I forgot. Uh, so <laughs> I really like how we go to a more like this feels mission statement -y. like we're here to introduce you mm -hmm. who we are so lord jamar kicks it off with like brand newbie and function a junction of three collaboration and status like funk yeah it's kind of what's going on it's like yeah. a very apt description for the brand newbie group I slap palms swing arms tap a soul because no rock and roll so no rock rolls down our hill yo black it's kind of ill we don't roll no rocks we just fill okay Heads with knowledge, pure foundation, showing or improving through the manifestation. So I like that. He's they're here to be like knowledge centric, focused on the information. And this is more, I guess, the side of this album that I've been really impressed with because it's got my noggin going. Um, her name, which is brand new, and I like that because it kind of shows brand new, yep. but it's also brand newbian. And we've come to make the people aware that black means first. Four hundred years, and we've made to feel cursed. And I appreciate it, too, because it's like he's speaking to his people and trying to elevate and shit. Uh, but now it's our time to rule. Student of the old, teacher of the new school. My inspiration is the 5% nation as a cram education was born. I really like the way he's kind of showing his sources and just the whole situation of his mission. Like, we learned this, now we're here to teach. Um, so that X comes in with the second verse. You know, you have to stand as a black man, brand newbie from the Sudan. Plus, I never ran. I'm from Africa, the central region. There, I grew and formed a legion of my force. See me riding on a jet black horse at any cost. And I like the idea of this unity, this imagery of strength and power that comes from Africa. You know, like it just, it just yeah. feels empowering. Yeah. Um, I like the way it flows a little bit later on. Uh, stand taller, don't stand at all. You're with the three, and the three won't sag to the floor. Beside the picture, what I'm painting, I can draw. See me work nine to five on my easel. 
And I like how he's kind of correlating his art in that way and making it kind of cool. And then, uh, yeah, Brand Newbie, sorry, Grand Puba Maxwell coming through with the third verse. Um, Brand Newbie, not on a bandwagon following a fad. And I like that because I feel that too. I do not feel like these guys are trying to copy anyone. I feel like they're dudes with shit to say that they're coming out trying to say, uh, making use of knowledge that we already had. And that's also fascinating, just like as an idea, like instead of worrying about trying to talk about some shit you don't know, focus on what you do know and talk about that, which is kind of what I've been trying to do. Mm. Turns out that's not pop music and it makes it 87,000 times fucking harder in 2019. <laughs> Grand Pooh here to send the mind to a frenzy, but a swing something this summer for the Benzies, seep into the brain and activate the pelvis, keeping the blind, deaf, dumb, and blind is Elvis. Fair enough. Um, so the pelvis thingy kind of relates to Elvis. Apparently, yeah. Elvis had such a giant dick, <laughs> like monstrous cock, that the and he would swing it, and you could see that shit going through his pants at the shows. <laughs> and I had no idea. He, and he probably so, didn't wear underwear on purpose. That's why people would riot and chase him out of town, mm. because a lot of young ladies were being corrupted by the monster cock of Elvis. I learned that. I mean, I would be. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> Meaning old, so behold, the black and the beautiful and the bold. But I also kind of like how he's showing that Elvis kind of like whitewashed history True. and shit yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's really smart. Um, and then, I don't know, his verse is pretty good. I don't have a lot more to comment on it, but I like the way he's kind of put forth his focus towards living right. Yeah. And then there's an outro where... I thought it was cool because they really clarify what Nubian means. A native or inhabitant of Nubia. Nubian, a member of one of a group of African tribes that formed to a powerful empire between Egypt and Ethiopia from the 6th to the 14th century. Nubian, any of the several languages spoken in the central and northern Sudan. And that's why we call ourselves Brand Nubian. And I'm like, that's pretty powerful. Like, I don't really think... I thought about what Nubian really meant until I heard that outro and then they kind of taught it to me in mm -hmm. like almost dictionary level brevity. Yeah. And I think that's a powerful way but to... But I think it's also about like people coming together and like people who have different backgrounds but have something that's connecting them. And I think that that's kind of like their music and sort of like their message and I think also I'm not... I'm not 100%, um, but on, like, the Nation of Islam kind of teachings. I think mm. that's kind of what it all is. Fair enough. Um, so I kind of just appreciated it because I found it practical and useful to my understanding of shit. Mm -hmm. And just when you think about the album as an educational piece, it's cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. I liked it a lot. I, I like Sadat X and Lord Jamar a little bit more when they're in the mix and it gets more political. Yeah. I love the beat on this, so 4.5. Okay. Um, I mean, this one is, is pretty great. It's um, them talking about that they make music that you can clap to and that you can dance to. And, like, it really is. Like, it really, really is. Um, so, like, that's really great. Um, and, again, it's about being a powerful black person and how, you know, again, this is 1990. The times are changing and, like, the black man is going to rise up and he's standing tall and... You know, like all these things, like he's a proud kind of like a, a warrior, but like a positive warrior. And, uh, you know, being from like 
from African countries is empowering and it's, you know, it makes them stronger and the, the color of their skin is like what, you know, motivates them and like, you know, it's sort of like their their shield and their protection, but also what gives them like their courage and stuff like that. So I think it's like really just kind of like all encompassing. Um, and I think that that's really, really cool. And it's, I you know, I think it's a pretty strong message for um, other black kids, I guess, who are, you know, were kind of maybe feeling a little beaten down by society and so this is sort of like them trying to like motivate them and you know come together and be powerful and you know knowledge is power and all that kind of stuff so um but still again at the same time it'll be a super fun song like so it's still like um you know these powerful strong messages um and that they're here to teach but like the mixing is awesome um i think this is honestly like my favorite song on the album like i love the brand newbian ruby i can't i can't do it you have to go listen to brand it but, like, like the way that they like like mix it mix it and like play with like the words and like they like they speed it up and slow it down or something like i don't even know how they do it but it's great i give this a 4.75 on 5 all right, so we're going to skip the second wake-up track, like we said, and we're yep. going to talk about this long, weird outro track, Dedication. Okay. I don't know if he's the first one to say, I wouldn't be here today if the old school didn't pave the way, but he might be the oldest one that I can think of where, like, <laughs> it stood out to me, right? Okay. With a, what more could I say, I wouldn't be here today if the old school didn't pave my way. Like, I heard that before. I think it was... Apparently, it was something Tupac sampled. Um, but yeah, I don't know if uh, it, w- it comes from earlier than that or if this is like the inception of that particular line, which I have heard used before. Okay. Um, otherwise, DJ Alamo kicks it. They start going. And this is Puba, Grand Puba Maxwell doing a very interesting thing. One He's, long verse. But instead of doing the corny where he just shouts it out like a 12-minute Kanye outro... <laughs> it's more like he raps it all. Like, I like to dedicate this to PE. I like to dedicate this to BDP. So, Public Enemy, Boogie Down Productions. He like to dedicate this to the X Clan, to the Heavy D. And then flows into a little bit about him and rapping. Kiss my mother bye before I hit the road to stardom. Put away the rhymes, make sure the pimps got them. Because I'm a rapper doesn't mean I'm not a fan. And I thought that was so interesting because. Nowadays, it doesn't seem like it's very cool to be a fan of things of like classic hip hop or it's almost like look back at these different inspirations and give that kind of shout out. Like it's not cool per se to do so, hmm. especially with the youth. So to, to kind of have him drop his ego and be like, well, I, I might consider myself an amazing MC and shit at the same time here are some people who inspire me and who i think are just fucking dope you know rakim and then he flows in big daddy kane uh cool g uh ll cool j who keeps the girls jingling you know <laughs> come on honey dip you can jingle on my yo cool chill and then he shouts out some female rappers mc like queen latifah money love link who i've never heard of and then does link the i think you have heard of maybe i, I think she raps with missy Maybe. No, not like, uh, not Missy. Um, Queen Latifah. Sure, but Maybe. I don't remember it. 
uh anyway then he kind of does some shit about himself and he likes to i uh, kind of like when he goes i got a bad habit see i let i love hitting skins and if hitting skins is wrong then forgive me for my sins come on act i'm a straight that straighter than at six o'clock so what you ought to do is flow with the flock and then inevitably it flows back into more like people like pasta dapper i'm not sure i think that's uh i can't remember who it is off the sorry i uh, flows on does more of his own shit and then ends up bringing up you know people like my style varies and my vocal carries to el segundo where i can see q-tip you know because where did q-tip lose his wallet el segundo anyway and then he kind of like dedicates this to his people and some more de la soul and bismarcky and just listing off other names that didn't make it into the verse and then it just kind of ends and as far as the track goes i'm like i it's 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 the best of these shout out outro things i've heard because of the effort put into turning it into a track so i'll give that a 4.35 but i would never make it this i i'm never gonna it's gonna get turned off before this point (laughs) true um yeah i mean it's it's one long verse um it is what it is it's cool um you know and it's all grand grand pooba again um and he's just dedicating this to like all of their friends um and you know kind of touched on everything and it's you know he mentions the whole zulu nation um Mm. so it's everybody and uh, it's fine. I mean, it has like nice. It has a nice beat. It has nice rhymes. Um, I, again, it, I'm with you. It's not good on its own. I wouldn't go to listen to this as a closer on the album. It makes sense, you know, for the first time. But again, skippable after, after that. Um, so, so I give this a four point two on five. Fair enough. So I guess that brings us to the end of mm-hmm. this album review. Um, for the total project, I give it a four point four. I think the half of the album that's conscious, political, uh, kind of showcases all three guys on the track per se. Uh, really works. I really like that. My favorite parts of it. The the more goofy early '90s dorky shit isn't really my favorite, and it's because I don't know. I, I'm not really that into. I guess the the when there's so much music with substance out there that i find really interesting i find it harder to be into the more vapid stuff i know a lot of people sometimes want to throw on some shit that's just airy but like to that end i've got a really big playlist of stupid music i like fair yeah i'm not certain i need to add to my list of stupid music i like (laughs) i'm always happy to add to my list of like conscious and great and emotional and Mm -hmm. whatnot but like there's shit like shaker like a saw shaker shaker shaker. What else do I need? I got like little John and the Yin Yang twins. Like that's some fire ass waste time bop around music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or little John and DJ Snake turned down for what? I'm just saying, <laughs> little John song. exists. Uh, and for that, I'm saying for that kind of vapid, I want to fuck a hoe music. It's not many better than what Little John touches. Yeah. And Pitbull, throw him no, on. Pitbull's not being thrown on. <laughs> me not working right. Yeah, right. Picture that with a Kodak. They paid me to say that. <laughs> anyway, um, I like the beats, the production on the album. I think it's really fun. I think it's a great use of sampling. And perhaps everybody stacked on that and made it better. But I still think it's really cool. Um, I like the album. I'm happy I heard it. Yeah. I can't honestly 
uh see myself overly going back to it just because i don't know i feel like i'd be more curious to go look at their other music a lot of it's just our schedule with these recordings i don't get a lot of going back time but i think that this song this album was more like one of those ones where the educational historical value of hearing it is cool and i would recommend that a lot of people go listen to this just to understand like the flow and ebbs of how we get to amigos having a triplet flow as an example how yeah. what's the what's all the connection so from that angle it's really amazing yeah i, I give this one a 4.3 on five so it's 86 percent um it's a good album it's not anything like profound but you know and it's it's not unique in its messaging, uh, you know, because like I was said, there, there are, there were and are people that were uh, kind of spitting the same sort of message and feeling. But that was also kind of part of like the community, like kind of like tackling from, you know, all sides, you know, where they were just trying to get get, get this message out and to get it heard. Um, so I understand like what they were doing. But it's a lot of fun. Um, I mean, the only song that I might go back to is uh, the Brand Ubian song. I like that. You know, honestly, I just enjoy, like, the mixing and, like, the playfulness of it. Um, and that's one thing I have to say. It is a fun, playful album while still kind of, like, having, like, a, a good message, uh, you know, mixed in. And, you know, I'm all for, like, positive artists and, you know, doing what you got to do and, you know, being good guys. So, or semi-good guys <laughs> um so yeah i mean i like this one it was cool um yeah that's pretty much it fair enough she caught me mid yawn there <laughs> um thank y'all for watching this I totally appreciate you being here with us thank you mr jonathan barnes for the request i feel like i'm more cultured of a human being today and now for that yeah um we totally appreciate all your comments though i know i'm a ridiculous person so feel free to leave any <laughs> comments that you want in response to it I, I stand by my there's better ways to treat women than they put in this album but like i get it it's 1990 and they're young and at 20 i can't say i was smart uh so just Fair being enough, real yeah. with y'all i'm saying this is a 32 year old in 2019 um <laughs> But I'd love to hear your comments because, again, you, a lot of y'all may have grown up with this or it's a huge part of your past or it's, like, seminal to your understanding and stuff. So hearing your experiences truly helps us grow. Yeah. Um, if you do like the review, feel free to hit like on the like button and you can subscribe and follow depending on your platform for more content. And, yeah, special thanks to the patrons. It's Milka mm -hmm. Dempsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black Hurricane, Linda Williams, and Connie Sparks. They're dope. They support what we do. Help us get to camera helped us get on spotify it's gonna help us with a website when we get around to that it's you know lots of things happening at once sometimes yeah. it's hard to get things done uh but they also get to tell us what albums to review like this particular episode being an example of that and even if we're a little late sometimes we still get them done and we're happy to do that and we are excited to get to ismail's request next next it's next in line we're already late on that but we're gonna get it to you um so we appreciate your patience with us too on that note i also make music you can check that out on this channel on spotify holding stefan roy the alternative grind let me know what you think about that it's totally cool if you don't like it i still appreciate the the listen on that note live long and prosper bye guys